everybody, what up? And welcome back to The Crypt, a weekly podcast where I, Chris Berardi, and that one over the internet waves. Yeah. Tanner Sherlock yeah. to talk about how much we love cryptids. Yay! Yeah. I'm dying. Tanner is a wee bit under the weather today, so we are going to apologize in advance for all of his sniffles and sneezes. It's funny. I was telling Chris before we started recording that I'm not sick. Like, I know it's my sinuses because my eyes are just like red and puffy and teary, like watery, and my nose is runny, and that's it. But just I still hate Just a little bit this. of hay fever. Just a hint of hay fever in this springtime season. I need to take some like Tylenol or some shit. You need to take a fucking Benadryl. Uh, what I need to take is a goddamn nap. <laughs> uh, after we finish recording. Yeah, I, I'm going to wipe the fuck out. Um, I need to curse less too. Um, I've been told by some people's parents that I curse too much on the show. So I have been told by my own parents that I curse too much on this show. Hey, Will I B stop? We'll see. B BT dubs. I was talking about your parents too. So uh, basically, basically just my dad. My dad is our only listener and he hates that we swear. Um, this, never mind. Uh, so yeah, you know, swear less. Um, gosh darn it. I'm so allergic right now. Ah, Jiminy Crickets. Tanner's got some sinus and, issues. And, and you fucking ruined it. So good job, Chris. How did I ruin we it? We talk about cryptids. We do. It's true. We talk about a lot of cryptids. Um, rocking in Tanner, my chair makes me feel better for the record. I'm rocking in my chair and I'm happy. We can hear you rocking in your chair. So you can hear me being happy? <laughs> wow. I never thought I would hear you be happy before. But I know. this is definitely a first. I was about to say, this is the first time in my life I've ever felt happy, and it's actually pretty nice. Who would have thunk? That not even, like, when you hang out with your girlfriend, the love of your life. So we talk about cryptids on this show. Oh I feel like we God. should talk about those right now. Like, Yeah, sure, right, we yeah, can. Yeah. Has anything cryptic happened to you this week? That's a good question. Has anything? Uh, oh, it was Hallie's birthday. It was. Shout out to Hallie, our editor, our social media boop, runner, boop, 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 boop. our savior in all things that we do with this podcast. Here's the thing. Chris worships Hallie like a god. I know Hallie is maybe just a demigod. Not Look, not like not like full blown like like Holy Ghost Jesus God thing. More like Perseus, you know, or um God. Greek mythology is all I remember demigods but More there like, are other ones hallie just belongs in in um Valhalla? in percy jackson oh or that i would i bet hallie a, loves percy in jackson flood camp i what what okay who would uh hallie's um like godparent be hot godparent oh uh, um hmm that's a really I, good question i feel like hallie is a Hermes kid or a oh god I forget them Dionysus doesn't have any kids right no but like shut up because I was also thinking Hermes that's hilarious <laughs> so anyways yeah happy, happy, happy birthday Hallie happy birthday Hallie she's 20 now still a baby but you know <laughs> my friend's birthday was earlier this week and I texted him a happy birthday, and I forgot he was turning 19. Oh, my and God. I was like, holy shit, he's young. An actual Anyways, baby. Okay. Seriously. 
So, should we just like jump in, I guess? How do these podcasts it's, work? It's already been about four minutes. Normally, I feel like we tangent longer before we get into the actual cryptid. But you know what? I'm excited for this one. It's super lore heavy and... I've been, I'm sure like everybody else on the entire planet have been binge watching Avatar The Last Airbender. And this, this cryptid just like feels like Avatar. Like, you know, you know that like really good, like feeling you get when you watch Avatar that's just sort of like mythical and magical. This cryptid makes me feel that way. Does that make sense? barely know what you're talking about. My father's one of... Avatar is one of my dad's favorite shows, so I've seen all He's of it. He's got good taste. Um, Wait, but I, are you saying the only reason you've seen all of Avatar is because it's one of your dad's favorite shows? I watched it as it was coming out, and I haven't watched it since. Um, so have I. Well, I that's a lie. I've seen parts of it. I've watched it through when it was coming out. I've watched it through multiple times since. I just finished watching it through again. Still holds up. Still iconic. I have so many. Thoughts. It is very good. I've seen a couple episodes since it came to Netflix. It's very good. Nobody talk to me unless you want to talk about Avatar is basically what I'm saying right now. Lol, Kappa. But uh, yeah, so today's cryptid, we are going to be talking about the Tanafwa. The what? Tanafwa. Tanafwa. Yeah. I'm not even making a joke. I like like that. That is probably like the like I've not. I was unprepared for like a name that would be difficult to like. The thing is, it's just pronounceable enough so that I can't make a joke about how you could otherwise pronounce it. You know, like, 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 if like you the, saw how it was spelled, you would change your not. You would change your mind. Uh, then don't tell me how it's spelled. Okay, I won't. Uh, like the bunyip is easy easy to pronounce, but like we've covered some cryptids like. Or like, yeah, we covered some cryptids where it's like, how do you even say these words? And this is right in between, like right in the middle of that. So the Tanafwa, right? Yes. Okay. The Tanafwa is so amazing, Tanner. First of all, it comes from New Zealand, which I love. I love New Zealand. I've never been, but my best friend is from there and I want to go. I've heard good things about New Zealand. New Zealand is iconic and epic. And everybody should worship New Zealand. Shut up. So there is the indigenous people of New Zealand and then um, a bunch of different sort of tribes and people that, you know, traveled to New Zealand over the years. One of them is the Maori. And in Maori mythology, there Uh are these creatures known as the Tanafwa who uh, are basically like protective guardian spirits of people and places they are considered highly respected kitsukai i'm gonna pronounce like all these words wrong i like looked up a bunch of them and a lot of maori like words are like almost easy to pronounce pronounce like like you were saying with the tanifon yes yeah they're almost easy to pronounce but they're not so i'm really worried i'm saying all of them wrong and i apologize in advance i believe that you're super saying cool. them all wrong i yeah also i just can't speak like i can't speak english let alone yeah. this other language we've gone over multiple times how it's ironic that you're the one who does the research and says the new words 
I know, when in reality, you're much more of a research boy. Yes, I love me some research. Oh, God, I'm going to die this episode. I get into... Are you about to sneeze? Should we pause? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. I'm a like a research boy when it comes to very specific topics, and cryptids yes. happen to be one of them, which is a really good thing because, you know, this podcast. Wait, we, we're doing a podcast? Yes, right now we are being projected um, over the airwaves. That's only half true. Yeah, I know. That's why I, that's why I paused mid-sentence. That's hilarious. Anyways, the Tanafois are basically these large dragon-esque creatures. They can appear as um, whales, large sharks, dolphins, or they can appear as more monstrous dragon-esque look or like lizard-esque looking creatures with similar features to like geckos and other lizards, but they will still be the size of like a whale. What? Wait, so this is a this this creature is the size of a whale and walks around on land? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Okay, I must have missed something cuz I was very confused for a second. I don't think I said where they where they live, but they live okay. in deep pools, in rivers, okay, dark okay, caves, okay, 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 the okay. ocean. Usually you can spot one of their homes if you um, find a place in the ocean with dangerous currents or you find rivers that have deep pools in them or um, places where giant waves called deceptive breakers happen to occur a lot. Okay, so it has to be very deep because these things are very big, right? Yes. Um, it's almost like a version of Nessie, you know? It's, of like the Loch Ness Monster. Yes. There are, I mean, as all of like sea cryptids, sea monster-esque cryptids are, I feel like they all usually have similar-esque appearances because right. that's, you know, just how water beasts <laughs> look. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the ability to tunnel into the earth as well as swimming in the water. So um, they have been known to uproot trees in the process. And they are also credited with creating harbors and lagoons that they carve out of the earth. Okay, that's cool. But how do they... So they can breathe air too? Because yes. if they're tunneling, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Um. I, I, I mean, I didn't really see anything about what specifically they breathe, but they are like protective guardian spirits. So probably like amphib amphibious then. Yeah, we can assume or, you know, they're just magic, Tanner. Fuck off. <laughs> that is that is like emblematic of the show or they're just magic, Tanner. Fuck off. You know, I've Suspend heard that. Suspend your disbelief for just five minutes for me. God. I hear things like that all the time in my daily life. And um, so my, what I'm saying is you're not the first person to say that. And trust me, you will not be the last because no. Rude. Your mom is rude. They are. I said they're guardian spirits. But so different um, Tanifa are associated with different tribal groups in Maori, um, 
like tradition and tribes. So within the Maori people, there are a lot of different groups of tribes and there are different town of Tanafe that are associated with the different tribes. That's cool. Um, That's cool as fuck. Yeah, it's really cool. And they are really protective over their tribe. So if your Tanafe is associated with your tribe, they will, um, as long as your tribe is respectful of them and their home, they will help protect you um, by helping, like, help warning if there are enemies approaching. They have been known to save people from drowning. They can help um, save their tribes from, like, famine or drought. But if a Tanafe comes across people who are not from its tribe, who are not respecting it, they are known to act very aggressively towards them. Interesting. Okay. Huh. It's like a giant guard dog, but a reptile or... But like a dragon. Exactly. (laughs) Which is so cool. And I love it so much. Yeah, that is really cool, actually. That's a really cool idea. Idea? Shut up. Like, what? I have a few. Okay, so I did hear some stories about specific Tanafe and the tribes that they help. So there's a Tanafe called Uria, who is the guardian of the Mwari people of the Haraki district. I'm probably saying all of that wrong. It is said that... um, the Tanafe arrived to New Zealand with early voyaging canoes and that one of the first Tanafe to arrive was Aritirua and her 11 sons. And okay. they are credited with creating the Hokonge Harbor. Interesting. Okay. So are these... I... I te, teno, Tanafe. Are they still like? That might be Tanafa. Oh my gosh. Have I been saying this wrong the whole time? I don't know. Tanafa? Yeah. I mean, I feel, I always feel bad about pronunciation, but hopefully people can I'm so sorry. Um, Are these still like, like thought of and like exalted, like in modern, like Maori society today? Yeah, actually. uh, There's a lot of modern controversies uh over like different areas in new zealand having to do with tanafe spirits so uh two of them that i saw that were like super in the public eye and were like broadcasted on like new zealand news sources and stuff Uh were um in 2001 when a prison site was proposed over a home of a tanafe and the Maori people had a public court fight with the um, prison planners. However, in that situation, they lost. And so the Northland prison was approved and built on supposedly a home of a Tanafe. Right. Okay. That's interesting. But, That's really interesting. Yeah. There was another um, another incident like that that happened in 2002 when a member of the Maori tribe from the... Mara Mara district. Okay. Um, 
got the country to reroute a major highway, State Highway 1, in order to protect the home of a Tanafe that the highway supposedly went over. The tribe member, um, Nagatsi Nawa, I hope I'm not saying their name wrong. I really don't know. I apologize. Argued right. that the Tanafe cannot be re- removed and the highway cannot be built over its home without serious consequences because the Tanafe have been known to lash out and, you know, hurt people when they're not right. respected. And in that case, uh, they actually got the highway, like, moved. So they moved a highway around a Tanafe's home. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, apparently they're used a lot in different court cases and, like, legal procedures and stuff. And so there's a lot of controversy over people who believe in the Tanafe and people who don't. Um, right. And having to go to these court cases and, you know, making decisions of either ignoring what could be a sacred Tanafe's home or, you know, not. This is really interesting. This is the first cryptid I think we've ever covered where, like, it is an active, like, like it, it plays an active role in, like, society. You know what I mean? Like, a very direct one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it definitely Even does. if it's inadvertent, right? Even if, like... The creature doesn't exist, but like that doesn't matter because of you know the cultural like importance that people place behind it. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. So, uh, back in some <laughs> of the olden days, because Tanafe used to be pretty violent hey, towards. Hey, people. Chris, yeah. what do you th- what what do you think the olden days are? I really don't know, Tanner. They're just real old. Okay, got it. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. I'm just I'm just double checking. Okay. I don't have exact dates. I just know it was a long time ago. <laughs> so, yep. Mm-hmm. Those 90s, am I right? Long time no, ago. No, no. I mean, like, when New Zealand was first settled. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. So an actual long time ago. Tonafe were very protective over their tribes, but were known to be violent towards people from other tribes. They would often attack and eat people who were not associated with their tribe. Whoa this, like, there. Inclu- yeah, it, it didn't matter who the person was. Like, man, woman, child, attack them all. If they came into their territory or they came across them. Because of this, humans began to hunt and kill the Tanafe. And... Um, slayers who would kill them would eat them after they slayed them. Holy shit. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, isn't that wild? That's sick. One Tanafe from the Rotara district um, named Hotapuko was killed okay. by slayers and when they opened its stomach they found numerous bodies of men women and children and they found like whole bodies like hotopuka had swallowed them whole as well as okay like, partial bodies and also it seemed that um the tanafe consumed like their belongings as well as their stuff so they found like belongings and like trinkets and stuff as well as the human remains 
Interesting. Uh, like, I'm just thinking a lot about this because I'm like, where would these stories have like, because like we talked about this, like how all like stories come from somewhere, right? And so yeah. I'm like, what sort of like beast would people in New Zealand have encountered that would have led to these stories, you know? It's just they're real, Tanner. Why don't you just accept it? Uh, I have a comment to make later on that. Well, I never named a comment to make later on about that. Shut up. The Tanafe are also super prominent in pop culture. They have been mentioned in an episode of Power Ranger Power Rangers Dino Charge. Which, like, I, when did the Power Rangers get names? Can I ask that? Because hold, okay, okay, when okay, I watched the Power I'm, Rangers as a child, they were just the Power Rangers. What are you fucking talking about? The American... What? They've always had names. What are you talking about? They were just the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Are you asking when the group started, like, having a name or when each individual person started having a name? No, when, like, there were, like, multiple Power Rangers shows. Yes. Like, specifically Power Rangers Dino Charge. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. And I watched Power Rangers as a kid. Okay, so you didn't know that, like, each, like, couple, every couple of seasons, there's a completely new setting, cast. Like, you didn't know this. And... Like, they're also organized, like, by, like, theme. Like, there was a science fiction cop one. Um, There was, obviously, Dino Thunder and Dino Charge. Uh, There was, yeah, there are a lot of Power Rangers seasons with a lot of different, like, themes, Chris. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, when I was a kid, I remember none of this. All I remember is that they were teenagers and they, like, worked in a pizza shop or something and they were the Power Rangers. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but like probably for about as long as you've been alive, there have been like different groups. I guess I was never that into Power Rangers as a kid. I wasn't either, but even I knew this. Okay, well, shush it. So yeah, their episode Deep Down Under mentions the Tanafe as well as the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. There is also a song by a New Zealand rock band known as Split Ends. Of course. <laughs> okay, but ends is spelled E-N-Z. Like, it's not Split Ends, it's Split Ends. Okay. And so they have a song called Dirty Creature about the Tanafe with lyrics... Um, that described it as rising from the river of dread. You just. Okay. I hope their music's at least good. I didn't listen to it. That's but, all I know. want is for the music to be pretty good. Should we look it up right now? <laughs> uh, after the show, we can post something on Instagram about it. Follow okay, our Instagram. Cribcast. Hallie told me we need to stop just telling people we're going to post to Instagram before consulting her on it. Then edit it out. Jesus Christ. There is also a Magic the Gathering card that features the Tanafe. That doesn't surprise me. Magic the Gathering now has a Godzilla card and a Mothra card, so they have everything now. 
I know they do. And I think it's incredible. I'm not like I like magic. Like it is very much a game. It's like a board game to me. I'll like play it like with some friends, like if everybody wants to. But like a lot of people like obviously there's a huge like magic scene and that's just not my thing. I don't actively seek playing magic out, you know? Yeah, I feel that. It's one of like the nerd things that I'm not currently involved in. And like I kind of feel like I'm like involved in video games. I might not play them, but I watch enough <laughs> playthroughs, Tanner. Uh oh boy. We have opinions. We have opinions. <sighs> Anyways, that's for another time. So yeah, that is all the info I have for you on the Tonafe. So what I was going to say earlier um, is that I feel bad talking about how not real it is because this is like an actual like part of somebody's like culture that's like still like very much believed in. This is applied to a few cryptids we've talked about. Um, and I always feel a little bit bad, but I especially wanted to mention it now because we talked specifically about how it relates to the modern day. And I just want to say like much like how I'm atheist, I don't want to like shit on anybody's beliefs. Like everybody can believe what they want to. And like, I don't want to invalidate anybody. You know what I mean? And even if like, even if like I say it's not true, that doesn't mean I'm tr- like that. I should invalidate your beliefs just because I believe something either. So one, I don't want to try to, and I'm sorry, but also don't let anybody invalidate your beliefs. If you believe them. Um, that being said, <laughs> it's really cool. I loved learning about it because it gave me ideas for like stories to write, you know? Right? It sounds so mythical. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a like a house like dragon. You know what I mean? Like like your yeah. own like private dragon, and that's awesome. Um But yeah, there's no way. There's no way in hell. There's no goddamn way. <sighs> there is a way. All right, well, I guess we'll just, like, jump into it because you already said there's no way. Uh, As you know, at the end of every episode, I asked Tanner on a scale of 1 to 10 how much does he believe in the mythical creature or the cryptid we are talking about this week. So, Tanner, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in the Tanafe? One. Um, Okay, yeah, one, but I believe there may be, like, some history to it where, like, maybe there was, like, a prehistoric animal maybe that would, like, that... um, like the Maori people saw, the Maori pe- people saw, you know what I mean? Um, and it originates from that, but I really don't know uh, about that part, at least. I know for a fact this thing doesn't exist, though, like now. You don't know that. I want to look up, like, the lar- I'm going to look this up. Largest amphibious creatures. What is the largest amphibious creature that science has proven to exist? Uh, giant salamanders of China, which can grow up to five feet. That's interesting. I mean, they are big salamanders. They are pretty creepy looking too, uh, Mm -hmm. depending on the pictures you see. But, you know, five feet, which isn't huge. That's interesting. That is interesting. Nowhere near the size of a whale. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, well, also, hmm. um, Chris, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you believe in the cryptid we've talked about today? Ten. I can accept ten. You did <laughs> say like sixteen or twenty-five or a thousand. So just, don't change your answer. You can't change your answer. Um, I wasn't going to change my answer. Ten is cool. 
10 is cool. 10 is perfect. Tennis isn't cool, though. Tennis is for nerds. I played tennis when I was a little kid. I can't stand tennis. I'm so bad at it. When I lived in um, Pennsylvania, I played tennis and I would go to tennis camp in the summer. Um, of course you fucking did. I played a lot of sports as a kid. I yeah, I think you told me that and I still don't think I believe you. I okay, Because you know, okay, because you currently know like chronically ill Chris who uh-huh. can barely like walk 10 feet without fainting. You didn't know very active 13 year old with a six pack Chris who did synchronized <laughs> swimming. 13 year old with a six pack. I did. It was wild. I miss it. I'm so jealous of how buff I was as a kid. Six pack. That's cool, boy. There's a lot to unpack there. Six pack of Diet Coke. Am I right? No, uh, that's my roommate. Uh, uh, We won't name names. (laughs) I didn't name names. I just have a roommate who lives off of Diet Coke and packets of ramen. It's Diet Pepsi, and she says she can't tell the goddamn difference, but she's a liar. No, she calls it Diet Coke, but it is Diet Pepsi. Because she's... Never mind. Anyways. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Crypt. We're sorry it's late, and we're sorry it's short. You know, sometimes it's just been a week, and Tanner and I do our best. I'm also basically dead. Yeah, Tanner's basically dead. But we appreciate you guys listening to us still, and we hope that you guys are enjoying the show and enjoy hearing about cryptids. If you like the show and you want to see more of our beautiful faces, um, oh, I guess you don't see our faces, but if you want to see our faces, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at CryptCast. You can find us on Twitter at CryptCast2, and I am still mad about it. You can find Tanner on Twitter at Sherlock Tanner, and you can find me on Twitter at, wait, did I just say you can find Tanner on Tanner? Yes, you did. <laughs> At least I caught it. Uh, you did, and I was impressed. I, I wasn't going to say anything because I wanted <laughs> to see, and but you did, and I'm proud of you. You can find Tanner on Twitter at Sherlock Tanner. And you can find me on Twitter at Cryptid Boy. Crypt with really? a K, boy with an I. And if you like the show, feel free to share us. Um, go give us a like on wherever you're listening to this and, you know, write us a review on iTunes. It's super helpful for us to grow as a podcast. Um, I think that's the normal basic spiel. So unless Tanner has anything else to say. Um, take care of your sinuses. Um, pet your family dragon. And until next time, stay inside, kids, and wash your hands, and don't forget to creep it real.